Eva, you're a you're a teacher. You teach wilderness policy and packing here at the University of Montana. If you could tell our listeners one thing that smoke taught you, or the one thing you pass along to your own students that smoke taught you, what would that one thing be? Oh, that's a tough question. I mean, this wouldn't I wouldn't be teaching this class without having met smoke. I mean, it's like a such a such an important part of it. Um, I it's the hush of the land, really. I mean, it's the title of the book, you know, was picked on purpose. I mean, it's like it's really it's the hush of the land. And I think um, if I can have them let go of the feeling that we all have, I think more and more to be in control of everything we do, and just let go of that. And horses help so much with that. And if if I can just have them sit on that meadow. And let con- let 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 go of that control idea of controlling everything, um, and just being there, maybe being kids again for a moment. That would be fantastic, you know. I think that is that is maybe, um, but hush of the land means so much. I mean, it's, it, it's so much, but um, just letting go of that control, and you know, once they ride up the North Fork of the Blackfoot and they they survive those first three <laughs> miles over in that cliff, and they can actually surrender because they uh, those horses, you know, they just they just do it that they do it in day in and day out. They know exactly how to put one foot in front of the other. They're not scared of heights. Um, they go along that trail. They're not going to fall. Um, so if they survive those first three miles, they're usually in it. The North Fork of the Blackfoot um, like asks that from you. You have to surrender. Mm. Um, and on a horse, even more, because you're pretty high. So it's kind of scary for some people. Yeah, a lot of times, you know, when I'd have people just go out and sit in the meadow or sit near the river and listen to what's going on, uh, because we turn our horses and mules loose to graze, uh, by golly, we, we'd just be sitting there. Uh, somebody would be sitting there, and pretty soon a mule would sneak up behind them or walk up to them. And the mule would lean right over and look right into their eyes. And uh, I've had guests say, oh, is he going to step on me? And I said, don't worry about it. He won't. And that's what happens. And I had one old mule in particular that Howard Copen ever gave me. Uh, uh, this mule was a, a real good mule, uh, not too big. Roni was her name. And uh you know, we'd turn all the mules out, and they'd all run out, and they'd graze and graze out there, and I'd have bells on some of the horses so I could find them easily. Uh, but usually I'd be the last one to go to bed, making sure the campfire was safe, and then I'd roll out my bedroll right near the campfire usually or somewhere in the kitchen area where I could protect the food supply. And um, I'd roll out that sleeping bag, and sometimes in the middle of the night I'd have to get up and walk around out there to see if I could hear the bells. And lo and behold, almost every time I'd stumble over Roni because she would come in, and as I was going to bed, I'd always hear her out there groaning and moaning and finally laying down, and she would lay down within about uh, 30 yards of where I had slept. And she would always be right there in the morning. I'd go out and stumble over, and she'd grunt and groan (laughs) a little bit, and then I'd go on, and pretty soon in the morning, here she was. She'd jump up, and she'd be right there sleeping with me. She's ready. But Roni stayed right with me. Her and Cannonball were the two that really stayed right with me all the time, watched over me. Uh, They were my guardians, uh, and they also carried me through the wilderness. Smoke, Eva just said, what you taught her, this hush of the land, 
what has Eva taught you throughout this entire process of interviewing you and transcribing these stories into a book? Um, what has she taught you? She taught me this. She said that she she just did this because she came to that class for eight weeks in a row and then came many times to the barn so I could tell stories. And the thing that she taught me is that other people are interested in the wilderness, in the backcountry. Uh, they're interested in horses. And the only way I could do that is through her because she interpreted what I was saying so well in a book called Hush of the Land. Mm. 